With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Still Nation Live. Big Tiz. And I'm Big O. Guys, we've got a show for you tonight and we've got something that you, you probably never really thought of. Have you ever sat there and, and took up a skill that you really loved and actually thought it would prosper into something? Well, wait till you meet tonight's guest. When I say prosper into something, you'll see something that'll amaze your eyes and your ears. Tonight, we have Stiller Nation photographer Mike Fabus. Michael Fabus. Mike, how you doing? And welcome to Stiller Nation Live. I'm doing great, and thank you very much for having me on. It's an honor. Oh, it's, it's actually an honor on our end. For, you know, we, we appreciate taking your, your time out of your schedule, your, your, your family life, to sit down and come into our, uh, our fans' home, all the people across the nation, uh, worldwide and stuff. And so we want to thank you, Michael Favis, team photographer of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome to Steeler Nation Live. Thank you. Well, you know I'm retired. Oh, you're never retired. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. Well, I, I, still do a, I still do a little uh, part-time work for the team, um, digital images. Right now I'm in 1967 Steelers versus Redskins, and I'm IDing as many players as I can on those negatives, uh, digital images, I should say. Oh, beautiful! Well, let's 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 go back in time, Mike, a little bit. When uh, your your days in high school, and you went to South Hills High School, and then you went to IUP College. Now, going through high school and you know growing up, that was photography something that that interests you, or is that something you said after college? You know, this is what I want to do. Well, it did interest me, but I went to college to be a history teacher. And I only spent two years there, then I left. And after that, I went to broadcasting school in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, when I graduated, they got me a job in Oil City, Pennsylvania, and that's where I met my lovely wife back in the 70s. Wow, beautiful. Now, now, Mike, let me ask you this. This is a big tease. I wanted to find out, you know, what was your first gig that got you into you know, the mode of uh, being into photography? I mean, was it just a freelance job you did somewhere, or was it just a, you uh, just happened well, to know somebody? Here's, here's my story. In, in 1978, I had a massive heart attack. Oh. Uh, four months after I had the heart attack, I had a, a open-heart surgery, uh, what was called a left ventricle aneurysm, where they cut out part of my left ventricle because it was like mush, the doctor told me. Wow. While, while I was recovering, I had interest in photography my, my entire life. My dad kind of spurred that for me, and I bought some cameras, uh, and while I was re recuperating, uh, I took a lot of pictures. And when you're a photographer starting out, you... You buy the least expensive camera you can, then you start 
building up your uh, uh, your cameras to the more professional level, and I happened to see a Nikon F camera uh, for sale in the Pittsburgh Press uh, back in, I believe it was 79 or 80, but uh, the person selling it was Harry Homa. Harry was the previous Steelers photographer who passed away in the 80s, and he was there for 25 years. And I went to his house. Uh, we sat down and talked. I bought the camera. He told me what he did. He says, by the way, he said, I need a helper in the dark room. I said, that, I'm your man. I said, I really didn't know that much about the dark room. When I left his house, I signed up for a course at Community College, and, and that's what happened. That's how I got started with the Steelers. That's fantastic. Now, you spoke off offline or <laughs> off the air earlier about working for the Roonies. Can you, can you describe to us and the fans out there listening, because if you're a Steelers fan, you know that the Roonies – are the great one of the greatest families in around ever? Okay, uh, but pe- most people don't work with them. Uh, can you describe what the atmosphere is like being around the Roonies? Because there are a lot of Roonies out there um, that deal with the yeah. Steelers. Um, you don't have to go into detail yeah. everyone, but you know basically the the main ones. Well, when I first started with the team part time over Three Rivers, there, there wasn't a lot of space over there for extra uh, desks or extra people. But So my desk was right outside the chief's office, right across uh, from uh, Mary Regan, who was his secretary. And I got to see a little bit of everything sitting out there for a year or two. And uh, the chief treated me just like I was one of his own. Uh, Dan Rooney did the same thing, and now Art. So I've been through three generations of Rooney's, and they've all considered me part of the family. And I did uh, weddings for most of the kids. So it's it was something that was uh, very fortunate for me. Now, Mike, let me ask you this, and that. And the way that you have the intertwinings with, with the Roonies, the fact is, what what was your most memorable picture that you've ever taken of a Steeler? And let me ask you this as well. The first picture that you ever seen taken and seen it develop into print, I mean, how was that for you? Well, you know, I processed my own film and printed everything in my darkroom in my basement. And... Uh, the first one was a that I really enjoyed was a picture of Joe Green, which was his last year. It was raining, and his helmet was all wet, but he had that big Joe Green Coca-Cola <laughs> smile. Oh, I remember that. I love it. Now, 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 who is now? You got the best picture. Who is the most photogenic out of all the Steelers that you that you've taken? Well, it had to be the quarterbacks and the running backs, I would think. They were the easiest to photograph, uh, as I learned to, to photograph the team. I don't know uh, who the most photogenic was, to be honest with you. Uh, what about the least? Was there was there one player where you just like, eh, I don't know how this is going to look in the, in, <laughs> in the yearbook? Uh, 
I, I always took the high road on that, and uh, the chief always said, I never met a player I didn't like, and I agree with him 100%. And uh, No, there wasn't anybody. I mean, that was my... It was my job. It was more of a hobby turned into a job, and I enjoyed taking pictures. The, the first time I was on the field taking pictures, uh, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I had a 400-millimeter lens that belonged to me, a, a new FM2 Nikon, and uh, it was raining. I got soaking wet. I got knocked over. My lens broke from my camera. <laughs> oh, no. And I come home, and I said to my wife, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was, uh, I Bingo. believe, against Giddy. San Francisco 49. But it was a, a night game, so it must have been a Monday night game. So, so hard to remember that far back. So, so you, obviously, this, is, this may sound crazy, a, a crazy question, but you are a dedicated Steeler fan. I mean, a lot of people who work at places don't usually, you know, it's just a job to some people, but being with a family like the Roonies and the Steelers, that, that's got to be an awesome, awesome feeling to be involved with. Now, are there any players that you favored the most, like, say, like a Jeff Reed or, you know, anybody out there that you said, you know what, that's the guy? Any of your... One player that's your favorite? My uh, Joe Green, Mike Webster, and a lot of the newer guys, too. But uh, Joe Green, when he was a coach in the Steelers, we, it was that strike year. I believe it was 87. I, and uh, we went into Atlanta. We were on the buses. There were always four buses. And I was on the first bus with uh, Mr. Rooney, Dan Rooney. And he said, stop the bus. He said, Mike, get out, and I don't want you to take pictures if there's any trouble. So he, he said, we'll wait. So here I go, about a half a mile away, walking towards the stadium, and there goes the buses. Zip, 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 zip. And uh, I'm still getting there. Everybody's out of the buses. I get down there by the stadium where the players are yelling and screaming, and there's one person waiting for me with my camera bag over his shoulder, and it's Joe Green. Wow. And I'll never, ever forget that. Wow. And him and I walked walk in together, and he's a photographer, too, by the way. Wow. We talked a lot about photography. Wow. And if, they, if the players would have not... Under they were yelling at, they would have kept their mouths shut, yelling things at Jeff. Wow, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's so, you learn something new every day. You know, this is this is a great learning experience. Now, now, Mike, on your travels with the team, I'm assuming that you traveled the team. Was there yeah. any stadium that you 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 enjoyed most by taking pictures in that was most photogenic to be in the the situation? whether it be snow, rain, sun, was there any particular stadium that you liked shooting in the most? Well, believe it or not, I loved shooting at Cleveland Municipal Stadium. Wow. It was terrific. It was, you'd kneel down and you got a little peak in the middle. It's all grass and all mud. 
And besides that, I used to come away with uh, maybe a couple dollars worth of change because people <laughs> would, would throw quarters and nickels and dimes over towards the players. And, you know, I would pick up whatever I could and put it in my pocket. Oh, that's that's, and you put it away for your children and your and your grandchildren, and you, and you no, pick up something I, nice I for the wife. I spend it on myself. <laughs> wow! So for the folks out home that that don't know that we talked to the Mike uh, before we went on air and about the things that you know Mike does not pertaining to his job, he goes above and beyond uh, his call of duty. If if you say. About 10 years ago, I go to training camp all the time with my family. Every year we go there. And I noticed online uh, after one session we went to, and there was a photograph of my son. I was flipping out. I couldn't believe it was such a great picture. And I'm like, how do I get my pic- How do I get this picture? Okay, like 10 years ago, you can't like download stuff like you can today. So I went through, I called everybody, and got a hold of this guy named Mike Favis, team photographer. Got his number. Uh, called him up, and this guy was amazing. Not only did he, you know, reproduce the picture for me, sent it, paid for the postage. And you know what, folks, I know you're thinking out there, wow, well, how much could that have cost? But you know what? It's not the price. It's it's what went behind the price. That this guy knew did not know me from Adam. Some guy he could have said, all right, buddy, no problem, and just, you know, and just blew me off. Right. But this guy took his time out of his busy schedule, reproduced his picture, put it in an envelope, walk it down to the post office to make sure that I got a picture of my son at training camp. And, and Mike, I got to thank you. And a lot of people don't know this stuff, and I'm pretty sure when you, when you put on your shoes each day and you, and you lace, up, lace them up and you grab that camera and you go out there, that you're doing the best that you can for everybody, not just for a paycheck. And that's another reason why that we want you on, on our show because we, we put the – you know, the, we want the people to know that all about the Steelers, you know, the intricate parts, the little people that people don't know who, I don't mean by little people and, you know, figuratively, but that what you do that people don't recognize. And I want to thank you personally, Mike, for, for all your extra work you do for, did for me and for all, everything that goes unrecognized. I thank you, Mike. Well, you're, you're quite welcome. And, and like I said earlier, it's, uh, Working for the Rooneys makes you want to work for the fans because they are the most important people in our, uh, you know, in our organization. And without the fans, there wouldn't be uh, a Steelers team. Right, and I think uh, you touched on it earlier. It's all about the Rooneys. It's all. It's it's not a team per se. It's it's a family. It's a huge family, and it's extended family. When you talk about the fans, not only in Pittsburgh. California, Rochester, New York, where we're at, all around the globe, that there are huge, huge Steeler Nation fans and a huge Pittsburgh Steeler family. Not because it's a great team, a great business, but it's a great family or organization. It's wonderful. Yes, it is. It was. I was very fortunate to work for the Rooney's uh, since 1980. So. Uh, like I said, three years ago, I retired, but uh, I still have a little bit of a hand in it with uh, working with digital images. Beautiful. Now, do you do any any work on the side there? I mean, to, you know, if somebody calls you up, hey, Mike, I got this wedding coming up, or I got this bar mitzvah, 
or I got this <laughs> special occasion coming up. I mean, we'll give you a couple of dollars. Will you come out and help us out? Take some, take some picks. No, mostly the people I photograph now are my grandsons, seven and three, uh, Calvin and Levi. They, I have thousands of pictures of them. <laughs> oh, I could imagine, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you're happy now with the, with the digital era. So you're not in a. So and I'm pretty sure your wife is happy too. So you're not in that dark room for 23 hours a day developing pictures. No, the dark room is now a closed closet. So <laughs> the, the computer is the dark room. Beautiful. Hey, hey, Mike, uh, we want to thank you so much once again for coming on Steel Nation Live. And right now is a part of the show where we call the Blitz. All right, we're going to ask you some questions that you're going to have to actually think about, Mike. Um, nothing crazy, nothing wild. I, I, don't, I don't want to do any thinking. <laughs> That's why our Beautiful. So... Tiz, first question. I just want to ask you, Mike, if you can change one thing in your past, what would it be? You know, uh, maybe a memorable game that you should have got a shot and you didn't, or or just just one photo that you that you let slip by and you said, oh, my gosh, if I had gotten it. Well, in Super Bowl 40, when Santonio Holmes caught that, oh. I... I got a picture of him because I was right behind him, but it was from the knees up. I did not get his feet in, and I wished I would have been able to shoot wider and get his feet in the end zone. Wow. But I was was happy that he missed it over on the other side, if you remember. Right. Yep. Then tried to hit him, and then he came back over to my side because, as you probably know, there are. Hundreds of photographers trying to get pictures at the Super Bowl. Wow. That's what I would say. All right, Mike, what, what is the best advice anyone has ever given you? He already told me, shoot low. I'm and sorry? That's what I did. He already told me he wanted me to shoot low on my knees at the game so the players look. Is that my phone or yours? No, that's that's uh, that's something. It's an alarm going over here in the studio, so we're okay. we're good. Oh, Sorry about that. That was, <laughs> that was all right. That was the best advice uh, from a shooting standpoint for that someone has given me because I used to stand up and and shoot, but then uh, I started shooting low. Well, Mike, what was the best advice you think that you ever given to someone? You know, we all say a lot of things, and, and we think about it, and you know what? Later on, somebody comes back and thank us for it. But what do you think is the best advice you ever possibly gave someone? Well, when I, I had a lot of interns, and I told them, you're not just shooting a football game. You're shooting everything. You have to include the fans. You have to include the referees. You have to include the whole experience, the whole NFL experience in order to get uh, what the, the Pittsburgh Steelers would like to see. Beautiful. Here, here's a good question, Mike. Now, if they were going to, if Hollywood came to Pittsburgh and knocked on your door and said, you know what, we're going to do a movie about Mike Favis, what actor would play you, Mike? Al Pacino. <laughs> that was quick. That's what I like, Mike. That was yeah, quick. Right on the money. <laughs> quick. A ladies' man. 
A great actor? All right. I can, I can buy that for a dollar there, Mike. <laughs> All right. Mike, if you were stuck in a foxhole, and who would, who would be that one person you would be in that foxhole battling with? You know, bullets flying overhead, just, just facing any type of adversity. Who would be that one person you would have in there with you? Mike Wester. Wow, I like that. That's that's powerful. He's quick. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> All right, Mike. Um, uh, before we end this uh, great interview, once again, we want to thank you for coming on Steer Nation Live. You could check us out on the web at www.steernationlive.net. You could check us out on talkshoe.com, YouTube, and all the great things out there. Um, Mike, could you tell the people out there, do you have any books? Anything that you're, you're, you, you have out there so people can see your work? And if so, where can they purchase this stuff and how? Well, no, everything that I shot belongs to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, we do have, uh, I say we, but like I said, I'm retired. But you can buy Steeler photos on uh, Steelers.com. You go to the photos and the new photographer who took over for me, Carl Roser, is doing a great job. That's wonderful. Thank you for that information, Mike. And once again, I would really want to thank you for coming on Steeler Nation Live. We're going to post this interview uh, ASAP the, tonight. So if you want you know, tell your friends, your family, and want to listen to you talk some more about you know, the great job you did and with the Pittsburgh Steelers and you know, passing on to the Roonies and say, hey, look, th- these guys like me. So, uh, uh, yeah, check it out. It's Steel Nation Live. That's www.steelnationlive.net. And once again, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thanks for asking me. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.